Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from uh, GoldenBlack.com. Live in his car once again, this time leaving Madison, Wisconsin, following Purdue's 75-69 win at Wisconsin. Uh, this is your GoldenBlack.com drive home. Uh, just brought to you by our friends at the uh, East End Grill and Rippling Company, uh, Purdue Federal Credit Union, AcrePro.com, TNW and Design and Build, and the Whitaker Inn, which I will not be driving by uh, until much, much later. So, uh, once again, number two, Purdue, beats number six, Wisconsin, uh, 75 to 69. Purdue now moves into first place in the Big Ten. I think, you know, Purdue is head and shoulders better than everybody in the Big Ten. I think that much is pretty evident. Uh, but they kind of spotted everybody else two games there with those losses at Northwestern and Nebraska. And I think it was probably inevitable that Purdue ultimately would catch back up if not pass the field entirely. And maybe uh, today was kind of that nexus where Purdue crosses over into controlling the Big Ten race from here on out. Obviously, there's a lot of season left. You'd never want to speak too soon. Purdue still has to go to Illinois. Purdue still has to host the same Wisconsin team. But I would be surprised if Purdue ever relinquishes this uh, lead they now have all to themselves in the Big Ten. So how did Purdue win this game? Um, well... Um, they, I thought, played better defense than I think people would give them credit for just watching the game. Uh, I think that Purdue won this game kind of atypically. Uh, for Purdue's blueprint this season, they didn't make a lot of threes. Uh, in fact, the only, the only player who made a three was Lance Jones, and he made a bunch of them, including a couple of big ones. Um, Purdue rebounded, Purdue guarded, Purdue made jump shots, uh, not of the three-point variety. Um, Purdue did a great job attacking closeouts. I think that's one of the real stories of this game was that Wisconsin really, really wanted to take Purdue off the three-point line, and Purdue made them pay. I think this was a sneaky, brilliant Fletcher Lawyer game, even though he's not one of the guys people are going to think of right away. But the job he did attacking closeouts and making the right plays uh, was a big part of this win. I think Braden Smith's pull-up jumper was very much on in the first half, and that carried Purdue to a pretty decent um, closing stretch of the first half. Lance Jones, again, the, re the revelation that Lance Jones has been all season was on display again for a national TV audience on CBS. He had 20 points, uh, team-high 20 points. Zach Eady is their third-leading scorer today, which is not something you're going to see very often, but this was kind of Braden Smith in the first half. Lance Jones in the second, just a really well-balanced uh, effort from Purdue from a scoring perspective, and then just the nature of Purdue making a lot of winning plays. I think that Fletcher Lawyer made a ton of them. I think Lance Jones made a bunch of them. I think that um, the rebounding was a big deal. Mason Gillis following a missed one-and-one -one by Zach Eady uh, on a huge possession late in the game that ended up leading to two points was one of the really big plays of this game and kind of typical Mason Gillis. It's sort of what he he has a knack for doing. Um, I think Purdue did a pretty good job. As I said, defensively, they kind of uh, cross-matched in the front court and put Zach Eady on Tyler Wall and uh, their four men on Stephen Crowell. Crowell didn't do a whole lot of anything. Um, Tyler Wall got 20 and 5 assists, but Purdue kind of conceded that to a certain extent. Um, I don't want to say they necessarily were willing to give him that, but 
the way they guarded him uh, allowed him some opportunities to make tough finishes going under the basket. Very Ethan happy is that not happy as in gleeful, but just like Ethan Happ, if you'll recall, Ethan Happ, who had um, all sorts of tricks around the basket and uh, probably no spine considering his spin moves and things like that. That's kind of what Tyler Wall is, and Purdue kind of put him in a position where he could go up and under a lot and get his points, and to his credit, he he took advantage of it, but he also did a really good job passing the ball to cutters. Um, this is not a typical Wisconsin team. Uh, they take bad shots, and uh, I think they kind of, unlike past Wisconsin teams, they kind of help Purdue out a little bit sometimes. A.J. Storr is a really good player, and his looks like a potential pro to me. Uh, he's really changed them this year, but he's also got a little hero ball in him, and uh, I thought that Wisconsin wasn't as patient as Wisconsin normally is, and that played to Purdue's advantage. And one more credit to this Purdue team is that when you mess up, they make you pay. It's not just that they're just lining up and beating you because they're better, but they're being opportunistic and they're, they're preying on your mistakes, too, to a certain extent. And when Wisconsin took bad shots, quick threes, things like that, unnecessarily difficult shots, it seemed like Purdue always took advantage of that. Um, so this was just... Obviously, a really good win for Purdue. Uh, you know, moving into first place in the Big Ten is a big deal. There's a long way to go, but this is not a Big Ten season where there's going to be a lot of quad one wins to be had on your NCAA tournament resume. And Purdue didn't have one on the road yet. Now, Maryland is creeping up toward that top 70, top 75 strata. We'll see where they end up. But this was Purdue's first quad one road win. Almost unimaginable uh, in a Big Ten season where you could go to Maryland and win, Rutgers and win, Indiana and win, and Iowa and win, and not come out with a single quad one win immediately thereafter. Actually, I'll I'll have to check Iowa. They might be uh, they might be in there uh, as of now too. But um, just not a great Big Ten this year, and uh, so this was a rare opportunity for Purdue to get a real signature resume win uh, from conference play. I don't think Wisconsin is as good as their ranking. Uh, I, I think they're probably putting a face on the mediocrity of the Big Ten uh, below Purdue. Um, nevertheless, they are a good team. They're obviously going to be a top five seed type of team. A lot of people had them as a number one seed before today. Uh, that boggles my mind, but that's what it was. This was a really good resume win for Purdue and obviously uh, puts them in a great position in the Big Ten. And it would be it would be really unfortunate for Purdue to have a team like this. I kept saying this last year, too. To have a team like this, to have an opportunity like this, and not win the Big Ten. I'm pretty confident Purdue will get at least a piece, if not the, the thing outright. But this was a big step in that direction. So... Uh, I am driving, uh, so I am going to cut this short here before some sort of hooved mammal runs into the road. Um, so that's what I got from one of Purdue's biggest wins of the season. It's probably its biggest Big Ten win of the season so far, although the Illinois win was pretty big. 75-69 um, to 69 over number 6 Wisconsin. Uh, so I will talk to you guys again next weekend. Uh, I actually get a week off. Uh, Purdue does. Uh, never mind me. Um, 
Purdue needs some time off. This will be a good opportunity for them to get some rest, to get some practice time in, and then to concentrate on completing the uh, foregone conclusion of a sweep of Indiana next weekend. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. And thank you once again to the East End Grill and Ripple and Company, uh, Purdue Federal Credit Union, AcrePro.com, TNW Design and Build, and the Whitaker Inn. I'll be seeing you in about four hours. Bye, everybody.